0: Welcome back to Chunky Glasses, the podcast. Uh, this is going to be episode number 83. Uh, going to start with a little quote here uh, from one Charles Dickens about, about how he sees the city here. It says, It is sometimes called the city of magnificent distances, but it might with greater propriety be termed the city of magnificent intentions. Uh, that was an observation he made when visiting here. Um, now that observation is sort of the driving force behind the Magnificent Intentions Festival, which is going to be taking place at IOTA Club in uh, Clarendon, Arlington, Virginia, uh, October 17th, 18th, and 19th. Uh, this festival is the brainchild of Ryan Walker, who is uh, his main band, the Beanstalk Library. Um, has been playing around here for many years. Uh, his other bands, like the Cowards Choir, and uh, Shit, he plays in so many bands. I don't even know how many. Who else to name? And I played with Justin Jones this weekend in his band. So uh, needless to say, he is he is out and about. Um, there is DC. If if you're not here and you're listening to this, is actually a very vibrant musical city, um, or a mu- city with a very vibrant musical scene. Uh, there are little pockets, though. I guess. Uh, there's the you know, the old school punk thing going on here The indie pop, the house show thing going on here uh, This is more across the river Which I think a lot of people in D.C. don't often get out to see Which is a shame because there's a lot of damn good bands out there And a lot of them are from D.C. That um, just happens to be where they end up playing a good number of times So Ryan, uh, who sort of straddles uh, the river and works on both sides Says, you know what, I want to bring all this together So, uh, him and his friends, uh, Derek Avery, uh, Brian Pagels, who's also in Beanstalk Library, uh, Ben Tufts and Andy Ziffs, who were just on, they're in the Cowards Choir, we're talking about this, uh, decided to throw this festival and run down the lineup. You're going to hear us talk about the lineup in... The podcast, but let's see. On Friday, you've got Justin Jones, you've got Paint Branch, Livy and the Mates, Fellow Creatures, which is Ugly Purple Sweater, Carolyn Christdale. Saturday, we've got Beanstalk Library, Derek Avery. Uh, the College Choir, the Jack Fields Fire Tonight, Luray, who is, they're amazing, uh, Lowercase Letters, Lauren Cav Band, also amazing, the band Yum. Uh, on Sunday, you've got Vandiver, Vandiver, excuse me, um, Margot McDonald, the NRI, South Rail, Roof Beams, and Jasmine Gillison, uh, throwing in a little kid's show at 4 p.m. that day, with Rainbow Rock. The point is, this is three days of music, and these are all fantastic bands, so... Um, we wanted to get the word out, so we had Brian and Brian come over to talk about it, uh, talk a little bit about them, uh, talk a little bit about the Beanstalk Library, uh, and talk a little bit about pretty much everything else. So uh, this is a great conversation. I love talking to all these guys. Um, so uh, here we go. This is... Episode number eighty-three of Chunky Glasses, the podcast, and we are talking with Ryan and Brian from the Beanstalk Library about the upcoming Magnificent Intentions Festival.
1: It happens here, and it finishes here. Two men enter, one man And
0: Nearly two-word review, just a like shit sandwich. I will roll the record up and go into right there. He
1: is a logical logical power.
0: Down here before. Uh, in fact, I think you sort of broke the news about this, what we were uh, we were going to talk about today.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Uh, that was the first time anyone had talked yeah, about cause it. Yeah, because
0: we, we were here for Ben Tufts and Friends. Yeah. Um, and then. And I was
2: just very excited, so.
0: Yeah. So start talking about it. What we're here to talk about is, in part, Magnificent Intentions Music Festival. Right. Uh, we're here with, you know what, I didn't even
1: ask your fucking name. <laughs> I am Brian Pagels. Ex- yes. Excellent. And you play? I play guitar and, and sing some in the Beanstalk Library with Ryan. Which is one of the bands that's going to be playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk
0: about the Magnificent, ah, I can't talk tonight. <laughs> Magnificent Intentions Music Festival. Where did this idea come from? Well,
2: uh, it it came from a few places over the last few years, but I think, um, one thing is I think just feeling like we, as a band, were part of a scene, finally, and we've been, I mean, I've been playing under the name, the Beanstalk Library, with a few different lineups over the years, and... This is the best one, for one thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, but I think it's also feeling like we're really part of a scene for the first time. And when I first started playing music, I it just seemed like there was D.C., and that was cool. Mm-hmm. And there was Northern Virginia, and that wasn't cool. And we wanted to be cool. And so we—and <laughs> plus, I I I mean, I loved uh, some of those D.C. bands just like everyone else did. Absolutely, yeah. And had gotten to know um some of the guys in Q and U, which is probably my, my favorite of mm-hmm. those. Um used to go see them play a lot. But I don't know, it just what we did wasn't really that kind of thing, so yeah. it but it wasn't really the Northern Virginia thing either. It was just sort of tr- you know, traditional songcraft, melodies, harmonies.
0: Yeah, I was actually listening to your first album today. day and oh, r- cool. It ranges from, I think, stuff stuff like what you're talking about to uh, uh, some Fog.
2: Fog of My Mind. Fog of yeah. My
0: Mind, where it gets into very like Beatles-esque uh-huh. like, experimentation uh-huh. and stuff. And I, I think you're right. I think there is um, – uh, we talked about it a little bit for when Ben was here for the Ben Tuftson thing. Um, there is a scene and it, uh, there is a. I, – I don't want to say it's a, sp- a specific sound because – I think all of you guys would jump on me um, a little bit, but because it is more diverse than that.
2: Yeah, as much as there is a scene, but, as much as there is a DC punk scene or yeah, 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 yeah. a Fairfax, it's like, it's, whatever it's, you call it's that, like that, like there there are a lot of bands uh, that have started to become friends and play together, and that seems to be kind of centered around Arlington and Iota. Yeah, yeah. Which is geographically and I think musically somewhere in between the two things I mentioned before. Which is where the
0: festival is going to be held. Right. And and that's the thing. Like from an outside – I mean Andre used to live like uh, down the street from Iota. So spent a good bit of time over there. But obviously I live across the river and so (laughs) – and and you look at that and it's sort of um, been over the past few years – I wish I could, like, place it in a movie, but sort of this... It's like these magical, like, rock movies where a scene, like, rises up around, like, a venue and stuff. And you right. have all these different bands. And, that, I mean, that's... Honestly, I think a real thing going on right now in IOTA. That has gone on before and for sure. a long time. But it, it is coming to a head right now. Um Because right. you're seeing all these bands that, like... You guys play in a bunch of them. <laughs> and, you know, there's a very heavy cross pollination, but you each have your own identity. You each have uh, your own thing.
2: Yeah. And I'll, I'll say for our band, I mean, one thing I've always tried to work toward and that I think I'm, I'm proud that we've been somewhat successful at is we do play the Black Cat a fair amount. And we yeah. do have friends that are in, you know, kind of more in that scene. And I feel like we can kind of play on both sides of the river and kind of legitimately feel like we fit in right. musically. Um, you know, I've, I've always been a big fan. I know we're all big Wilco fans. Sure. One of the things I've always loved about them is they could play at Bonnaroo, they could play at Coachella, they could play at, you know, Austin City Limits, they could play at yeah. Pitchfork Fest yeah. and completely be a seamless...
0: And I, uh, I don't think they'd even have to, like, shape their set. Right, right, Just they right. put it out there and be like...
2: Um, and so, you know, I've, I've just always uh, tried to shoot for that kind of thing, like just be able to feel. And I don't mean just play music that just is so lowest common denominator, but just, I, I just think it's a legitimate blending of, of a lot of influences that, that feeds into our music.
0: Well, so when, when did you start playing?
2: Uh, like as the Beanstalk Library? No, just
0: start playing. Let's start there and like work up through. it. Okay, the, well, I played like a what? piano
2: recital when I was four years old. Excellent.
0: Do you remember the piece?
2: I don't think you would call it a piece. <laughs> <I>
0: s- <laughs> well, some people might call it a piece. <laughs> I sat
2: down at the piano and uh, forgot the songs I was going to play, yeah. and I had to get my teacher to to like come over and and show me the program. I, I was just like, whoa! I was right, so right. freaked out because I was in front of all these people, and then I also. Um, either because I was nervous, or or because I was just so excited, or whatever. Um, my mom likes to tell a story that apparently I uh, peed in my pants. <laughs> um, oh. late, later that night, at, when we were at a Perform- restaurant, oh, per- so
0: oh, I was going to say performance art, but
2: I mean, uh, so it's probably just the four-year-old version of just the
0: right. the post-show, right? Ah. Sure. So from there. You went, like, at what point were you like, you know what, I I really, I'm going to lock in on doing this, and I I want to do this for a living?
2: Um, you know, I remember seeing, uh, REM on the Monster Tour, Mm -hmm. and I'm sure there were moments before that, but I remember seeing that show at the, uh, Air Arena, RIP. Yeah. Um, and just being like, I want to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, now in college, I kind of took a detour into acting and theater and that sort of thing, uh, which I which I still enjoy. I'm a big film buff, right? But um, but yeah, music's always been clearly my thing and performing and has always kind of been my main thing and mm-hmm. and uh, since I finished school, that's that's what I've been doing in one way or another. Yeah. So. Um, I guess to just to get back to the festival. um, The other thing was just having conversations with uh, people in in that scene and friends of ours that are in bands and you know had this conversation with Ben Tuffs a lot and I know he's talked about this before but just feeling like we know so many good bands that are Mm -hmm. just doing stuff that is absolutely the equal in quality of. Uh, anything you see on an award show or a talk show, these nationally renowned (laughs) bands, and um, everyone has their own taste and and all that, but I just mean in terms of, you know, professional quality, like, these are not just bar bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are bands that are doing original material that is really interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. And 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 deserves to be
0: heard. Yeah, I mean that's what I was saying. When, when that stuff pops up, you know, it is like again some unnamed film where it's just like, holy shit, this band! Holy shit, this band! Right. Why, why is that? Because I mean, look, I mean if, if if we're honest, local scenes don't always produce right, um, and there's nothing wrong with that at all, ever. No, because everybody should go out and play. Everybody, and if if it doesn't matter if you suck. If you go out You should go out and do it If that You get that in your head
2: Yeah And I want to make it really clear That we're not trying to Pass a value judgment I mean, This is no, all no, no, very no, subjective no. Absolutely not But um, There's there's nothing wrong with. I've been in cover bands And bar bands Yeah And they're a lot of fun And people love it And there's nothing r- At all wrong with that um, But I, I just noticed A lot of people In this area And maybe it has something to do With how transient The population mm-hmm. is here But People are really into music here. Like They'll go to the 930 Club or they'll go to Meriwether and see whatever big national act is coming through that's either cool right now or maybe yeah, it's just yeah, a yeah. really big band. Um, and I want those people to know that there's there's stuff going on here that they can see for $10 at IOTA or the Black Cat yeah. or whatever other club you want to name that's as good as that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and they can actually get to know the people in those bands. And then, they, yeah, they can like exactly. reach out and touch right. us, you know. Like, right. they can get to know us and talk to us.
2: And it's original material, and it's it's people that are shooting very high with their um, yeah aspirations, and uh, it's not just uh, local kind of bar bands and and uh, we just want people to know that that's out there. Again, it's not a not a value judgment thing. It's mm. just wanting people to know that that's out there and.
0: We just kind of thought, well, it, it, it's also like it's, a, it's a historically not like a music city. I mean, right. we talked a little bit about the punk thing and that, and so that that is, but Long Dead, and <laughs> and it's just that happened. Situations were there that made that happen. Those mm-hmm. situations mm-hmm. have not existed, and so what we're talking about is not necessarily music like that. Right. And, and I think, uh, and again, this isn't like a, a judgment on anything. In watching this come up, like you have the inside DC, the the house show scene coming up, uh-huh. and all those bands, and they're a little trailing on what's been going on where you guys are. Yeah, it's been mm-hmm. fascinating to watch, right? Um, because it's like it's like we we're saying you you know cross the river and, and work both sides and stuff. Mm-hmm. And do you think something
1: like this is going to pull more people in and be like?
0: Oh shit! Maybe I maybe I should you know take whatever. Yeah, I mean we hope it? so.
1: That's our hope certainly. I mean, it, and and we like we were pretty deliberate um, in in actually putting the lineup together. Yeah. To to put together a group a group of bands and artists that we felt would be attractive to people. I mean, it's it's very diverse if you look at yeah, at the bands and on on, mm-hmm. on the set, including a lot of bands like we we haven 't ever, ever played on the same bill with before, mm-hmm. but that we just like, um, and we, we like their music, and yeah. so we 're intentionally trying to to, to draw people uh, who are fans of, of different music and live in different areas so yeah
2: yeah, yeah I really um, so I mean basically to answer your original question, the festival 's purpose is just to showcase we just thought, what if we get a bunch of these acts together for, right. in one place for a few days. And um, you know, I did try to, and and Brian and I, I think, have really been doing the bulk of the of the booking and the the curating, if you will. Um, and we really tried to pull bands uh, from from both sides of the river, for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, just looking at the first day, now you've got Justin Jones, mm-hmm. uh, which is he straddles both sides of the river does, for sure. Yeah, uh, Paint Branch, Olivia and the Mates, uh, Fellow Creatures, which is. Essentially, ex ugly purple sweater. Exactly. Uh, we've, um, in yes, fact, I think Sam is back in them. So is that just like ugly purple sweater now? Um,
2: uh, Sa- Sam, from what I understand, this is Sam's new project.
0: Oh, I thought I thought he was actually not initially in it, and then
2: no, what? Okay. So, so uh, this is Sam's new project, and and, and we I've known Sam um, for a long time. Uh, we played acoustic shows together, yeah. and um. You know when he first got uh, ugly purple sweater as more of as more of a, more of a uh, full band mm-hmm. because it was he and his wife just doing like an acoustic kind of thing for a long. At least when I first played with them, and now that it's kind of uh, when it turned into more of a full band thing, I remember hearing that record they made. Yeah, uh whose uh, name could title, but I can't yeah. remember. I feel terrible because it's really good. Um, and I just thought, wow, this is—it was just like Technicolor after yeah. hearing the black and white thing or whatever. And I, I thought, there's no way they're going to sound like this live. And then I saw them live somewhere, and I was very wrong. And they absolutely <laughs> did. Yeah, and yeah. and um, so I the, I have been a huge fan of that band, and um, unfortunately they they are no more. Mm-hmm. I was at their their farewell show at the Black Cat. Yeah. But when we were putting this together, I just it was one of the first things i thought of was to call sam and say whatever you have going on now we'd love for you to be a part of this and so this is what what he has going on now and at first i think they weren't gonna be able to play and so he was gonna play a solo thing which would have been fine yeah and then uh he uh he called me and said hey as it turns out we're gonna be able to do the full the full band uh so this is one of their first shows if not their their first show um So I'm very excited. <laughs> I have no idea what to expect. Yeah. Other than I'm sure it's gonna be great. So um but he's very associated, I think, more with DC. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Oh the Purple Sweater was so um and then uh, Carolyn Chrysdale who's uh who is a, a, a terrific uh singer songwriter that um that we know kinda of through the iota okay. scene. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm looking to the other bands like uh I don't know the fire tonight. I do know yeah, the Jack there- Fields.
2: Yeah, The Fire Tonight, they're friends of ours that we just met and played with pretty recently. Uh, I've known uh, their drummer for a little while, mm-hmm. and um, they're kind of, uh, I don't know, I'll let Brian take a crack at describing what they sound yeah.
1: like. Well, they're so they're a trio, mm-hmm. uh, essentially. Um, they're very adventurous in their in their style, um, but they're basically like a like a piano rock trio. Okay, um, piano but, bass and drums. Piano bass drums. Okay. Uh, their bassist uh, Colin is the lead singer, um, but they get um, they get very experimental, kind of very proggy in a way, which I which I actually love, yeah, personally. Um, and uh, and they do they do some real interesting stuff. So they've got uh, they re- released an album uh, this year that uh, that we all really liked, and we went to go see them. Uh, play uh, and then invited them to play with us a, f- a few months ago, um, and uh, yeah, they, they do like all kinds of like really, um, really zany stuff. They've got like a cover of the Legend of Zelda theme song. <laughs> Very uh, nice. Made me a little
2: misty when I first uh, saw, saw the video of it online. <laughs> yeah, they, they put on,
1: but they put on a great performance. So um, I'm, I'm actually really excited to to expose some folks to that band. So I think they'll be really excited about them. But, yeah,
2: yeah, I just I am so excited about this whole. Lineup. I mean, I, you know, I, I think I just wanted to put together a festival that I would want to go to. Yeah. And that's what we tried to do. And um, I, I would want to see all these bands. Was it always going to yeah. be at IOTA? Well, we talked about some different places. Um, but, I mean, that was pretty much the consensus just because... Because
0: it's perfect for... It's perfect for know. this.
2: I mean, and... Uh, you know we didn't want to do we talked about doing it outdoors or finding a place where we could do two stages but we we just kind of decided that we would it would be better to um keep it a little smaller this year and if it goes really well maybe we can do it again next year have it be a little bigger but yeah. um just one stage and um you know IOTA's always been a club that's been very very supportive of us and the, the I'll, we've been we've been not using the l word but I'll say the DC area yeah. scene um and just having us play there's a there's a dog barking there, there um, is <laughs> that's Clyde having us play you know when we didn't have too many people there at first, and kind of nurturing us along and and building a relationship with us and a lot of other artists and uh just always been into the music and having a lot of good. Uh, uh, national acts come through there. I mean, yeah. uh, uh, a, a lot of very well-known artists played there before they yeah. were very big. But uh, but, a, but a lot of uh, D.C. area artists uh, really call that place home base. And Steve is a great guy, the owner. He's always been mm-hmm. really supportive. So we, I think, in a way, wanted to do something nice for him. And this is three nights, including a Sunday so where he, people so, will be there and yeah, he doesn't yeah. have to book any of it. So and, he's
0: like completely you know, he, he's just like fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Basically, yeah. Like, because I get to see all these bands that I really enjoy <laughs> they, they're I just coming so. to me. Yeah. I mean generally that is his his life, you know. <laughs> it's yep. Like yep. book the band and it comes to me. But right. in this right. case, uh you guys are doing that for him. Um right. was it always going to be 3 days? Mm-hmm. Like the, I mean that's that's a big scope and that's a big uh you know, if if people and we'll get into like sort of what your expectations are for it, but mm-hmm. you know three days in the same place like that, you know it's a commitment
2: yeah well we we have weekend passes available mm-hmm. as well as as well as day passes, so it's sort of oh, so there are you can kind of choose to, uh, yeah, your commitment yeah. level yeah um but uh, you know, I'm going to be there the whole time. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I think if people, uh, if their schedules allow uh, for that weekend, that uh, they'll enjoy being there the whole time. Because yeah. uh, every day has got so much great stuff going on. And it is it is kind of long, but I mean, it's not, uh, it's not as big in scope as a lot of these festivals yeah. that people go across the country to. Um, so, you know, uh, it's one stage. It's... Uh, it's pretty easy to manage, but we did, we did uh, want it to sort of be an entire weekend, okay, um, from the from the beginning. And
0: so, so when it comes to like planning stuff like this, uh, you guys have obviously booked shows and stuff. When it uh-huh. came when it came time to look at like, okay, this is how we have, to, this is how we're, we're, we we want to do this. Were you just like, holy fuck, how do we do this? <laughs> <laughs> well, the first thing we did was we just.
2: Made a list of bands we wanted yeah. <laughs> and asked them to play. And um, I've been doing this for about 10 years, and uh, I know, you know, people. And <laughs> most of these folks I had, you know, just it was a matter of asking them to play. And, um, you know, th- there were a few acts that had some scheduling issues and things like that. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I would say uh, almost everybody on our list, you know, is is who you see uh on the poster now. Um the hardest part was just kind of figuring out the scheduling because you know someone would say, well we can play this night after this time. Yeah. Someone would say, Well I gotta play this night because we're doing this the other night and this guy's coming into town this day and so we have to play this and um you know so that that was the biggest part of the puzzle. Right. It was pretty exciting when we hit when we finally finished the lineup and, then and like, the okay, schedule can, and the order and everything. I mean, yeah, I
0: mean, because I think, I mean, you guys uh, were obviously involved in Ben Tuft's thing. I mean, this is not mm-hmm. entirely alien right, to, to doing this. Instead. Right.
2: One of the things about this that I think we, was important too is we really wanted all these acts to be able to have. Fairly generous set times. I mean, some of those. Uh, I mean, what Ben does is fantastic. And oh, it was um, quick.
0: It was it was rapid fire. But it's, yeah, every <laughs> band gets ten or twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. And
2: uh, you know, Derek Ivery has done stuff like that at IOTA, where it's like twenty bands in one night, and each Jesus. band gets like ten, 10 minutes. And um, it sounds like something Derek would do. Yeah. <laughs> well, he does the, the. He's done a couple of volumes of that. Music still happens. Here, yeah, 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 And so he does shows to promote those uh, when they when they release new volumes. Um, But I really, for this, and those are great, but I just, uh, for this, one thing I thought was important was to give all these acts uh, a chance to really do kind of what they do. Um, All all these set times are anywhere from a half hour, 35 minutes, um, pretty much, to, you know, an hour, and the headliners sort of have as long as they want. Yeah. Um, You know, I wanted each of these acts to be able to kind of play their set. I mean, our band we've done a lot of those things and it's it's really fun to go on stage for 20 minutes and yeah. just slay. Um but uh I think that I don't know, all we have such a variety of in our sound that it's yeah. hard for us to feel like we can really convey the totality of what we do in a 10 or 20 minute set. Um so so and I think uh, a lot of these bands it's kind of the same thing so I wanted them to feel like they had some time to
0: breathe and was there ever a point where you thought you know maybe we won't play like Beanstalk Library might not play this we're just we're just gonna throw this
1: well no no, we were always gonna play (laughs) I mean we were were, I mean speaking honestly we were always gonna play it we we weren't we weren't always intending to headline Saturday night right but um, but as as things kind of panned out it just kind of turned out that um, as we were like investing all this time and energy in like putting this thing together we kind of, we were like trying very hard to think about well you know who's who's really available for that slot on on saturday night and um you know a, a lot of the other usual suspects who we who we like would have given that slot to had yeah. other commitments kind of around sure. the same time and then we just realized oh wait we ha- we're not playing any other shows like <laughs> uh, like a month around this why don't right. <laughs> we could just yeah. do this show so and wow. we
2: and we You know, we do normally headline when we play Iota, and 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 usually do a decent job of filling it up. So yeah. yeah, We weren't trying to be. uh, Well, and it it just kind of it just kind of the way it shook out. It makes sense. Like Mm -hmm. if you
0: guys are and 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 not in like an an ego way. Like if you guys are this this is your vision. This is you guys like putting this together. That's sort of square in the center of these like little nebula of music going around this weekend. So that makes perfect sense. You mm-hmm. know, they'll they'll start, you know, on Friday and just sort of drift into that and then on Saturday I mean on Sunday just sort of drift on back out.
2: Yeah, and and we we like to play for a long time. I mean yeah so that's another thing I just uh I love playing for a long time. Is that why the start time?
0: time is four PM? <laughs> that's just because there's like 11 seven. bands playing <laughs> 6 30 uh
2: no 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 that's that's because there's a lot more bands on saturday right. and, and so what we yeah friday we couldn't see starting before seven just because people's work and stuff and then um sunday we have a, a kids show at 4 p.m with uh our friend kate does a band called rainbow rock And so have we have seen a lot of that yeah we wanted to do something that was like an all-ages thing that you know it could be more of a family-oriented thing and uh so that's going to go on Sunday at four, and then the night the night lineup starts at six thirty that night. Uh, we didn't want to end too late on Sunday,
0: so who, all, who was involved in the Rainbow Rock?
2: Well, it's our friend Kate Moran, uh-huh. um, and then I know that Derek Avery plays with her a lot. And by the way, everyone has nicknames when they. I've <laughs> seen that. Play. So she's uh, the Rainbow Lady, and um, Derek is Guitar money Gus, and everyone has like, like a cartoon like Avatar of themselves in right. the poster and then I actually got involved playing with her um, the last time she did a thing at uh, St. Elmo's in, in Del Rey and my nickname is Prince Poppin' Walk I... at Breakdancing Prince okay so uh, that's Does that mean probably all we need to say about that playing keys
0: but... or guitar but you're in fact breakdancing
2: no I'm actually playing I played guitar uh, with uh, with her at that show at Saint Elmo's, and I'll I'll be playing keys at this thing. This is going to be a full band. Yeah. Uh, our friend Kevin De Souza is involved, and uh, I can't remember who else. So forgive me if someone else is listening. Who, yeah, not naming, but um, and it's really cool. It's like just a lot of familiar kids songs, and she's also written some originals. And it's just a a, a kids rock and roll show. Yeah, so she's uh,
1: like. Sold out, Gem and Java. I think mm-hmm. like doing no, this it's, stuff and it's, like. It's yeah, look. I mean
0: yeah. The, the earlier, yeah, like you said, you played at four. I actually started uh, taking piano at five. Okay. Uh, stopped playing at about fourteen when uh, my teacher said you can't play the Beatles, and I was like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But, <laughs> it's not a good teacher. Uh, uh, no, it's not a good teacher. But it, it's Lynchburg, <laughs> Virginia. So there you go. Okay. Um, but you, if you can get, I think kids people engaged like at an early age and keep them engaged it it is i mean you guys play for a living but it can be like one of the most enriching like experiences mm-hmm. to just life period mm-hmm. not to go all deep on this no no, podcast, no i mean my I mean
2: my sort of quote-unquote day job is that i'm a i'm a guitar and piano teacher yeah. in a week and uh yeah it's a it's a it's a big deal I it, mean, to, it, it's a really big to, deal um I mean I have students that are really into it and it's fun mm-hmm. to work with them and I have students that really don't care and that's yeah. not that much fun. I wish everyone cared and I <laughs> and you know um and the ones that don't I try to figure out how to make them care but it's some people, some of yeah. them just don't Well but.
0: and that spins out into a whole thing mm-hmm. about like how people consume music. Mm-hmm. Like it and Daria and I you've you met Daria and mm-hmm. Daria and mm-hmm. I talk a good bit about um it breaks my brain that like there are people in the world who don't care in quotes about music mm-hmm. it's a completely like consumable unnecessary thing in fact talking with justin jones he's like the hardest part of like what he feels that you guys all do is that you're trying to sell a product that nobody needs which is a lot of times that that happens so
2: i mean i think they do need it but i know they, they do but they don't know that, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, they don't know <laughs>
0: that. Yeah, yeah yeah right but um but they uh but yeah, so the rainbow rock thing, you know, getting getting kids engaged on that level, if even one comes out and is like, I saw that guy you know, playing guitar and that's what I want to do or this person is singing and that's what I want to do. That's that's just fucking amazing.
2: And we wanted Kate to be involved because she's just she's a sweetheart and she is really involved in the scene. You know,
0: so. And
1: I'd say you know she's been an inspiration in a way to us. She's put on the Delray Music Festival, right. yeah, which also in a, in a lot of ways celebrates local music. It's not like exclusively DC area mm-hmm. bands, but a, a lot of DC area bands. We've played it in the past, and the Cowards Choir played, mm-hmm. yeah, um, this past year along with a lot. I think this last year's lineup was one of the best I've ever seen, mm-hmm. and she's done that for a number of years now. So
2: and it's so well put together. It's so fun. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So when the dust settles on Sunday and you guys are like, fuck, we did it. Or, or, or fuck we had a stampede. It was like <laughs> so everything went wrong. Um Is there a plan or a thought to do the same thing again? Is it to do it every year? Is it to do it differently? Is it to expand it? Like
2: I mean yeah. Um Someone asked me recently oh, at the Crave event. Someone asked yeah, yeah. me um, if she's like, well, "Do you want to do like a South by Southwest uh, kind of thing?" You know, I don't know. And, and I was just kind
0: of so. Like, so let's, you know, I, I mean, <laughs> let's talk about both of those things. Okay. okay but it's, so the Crave thing. Yes. Explain what that was because that was fucking cool. I, I, I'm i sad I couldn't make it, but uh-huh. apparently my attendance didn't matter. Yeah. Not that it would have. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, real quick um, uh, Convergence is a a church in Alexandria that is geared towards artists. Mm-hmm. And my friend Lisa Smith is the pastor there. Um, they partner with the Torpedo Factory to put on this event called Crave. Okay. Um, and it's basically an Alex, it's kind of based in Alexandria. And. You submit a proposal, and this is the second second one they've done. Um, you submit a proposal. If your proposal is accepted, you get up in front of this dinner and give a presentation about uh, your arts initiative or project. Right. And everyone who comes to this dinner pays $15. They get dinner. And uh the first one the Beanstalk Library actually performed, so in that case they got music, but uh this one there was uh, just uh it was just dinner, but and then four people presented their projects. Yeah, their projects, yeah. And uh everyone voted on which one they thought was the best and or the one they liked the most and um that person who got the most votes got the entire amount collected at the door, which was um, nice. That's actually about almost a thousand dollars.
0: So, so it's sort of like a self-funding grant. Yeah. Like yeah. Like they take the initiative to like put it on and do the press for it, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then.
2: And since we had played at the first one, I kind of knew about it, and that was sort of the. I mean, we because we'd already been planning the festival, so I thought, well, maybe the next one we should. You know, I, I was a little bit because this is going to happen either way. I just thought it'd be nice to have some extra. Mm-hmm you know funds to to play with and um so you know my expectations i think weren't that i, I wasn't you know i wasn't that anxious about it i just kind of thought well let's be you know something to, to try yeah, might yeah, as well absolutely and um we ended up uh winning it so that was very exciting Um, and we won by two votes. Wow. And they said before they announced the winner that it was by two votes, and my thought was, oh, man, we're going to have to lecture a bunch of people about if we'd only had three more people there. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Twitter Um, just explodes. Fuck you all. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so, but we ended up, so that was really cool. Um, But at that dinner, someone asked me, Like, this is really neat. Like, how big? I I don't, you know, honestly, I think my instinct is everything I do, I'd love for it to be as successful as possible and have as many people know about it as possible. But really, we're going to see how this goes. And um, I'd love for it to be something that continues for sure. And that was one of the big things I think about you know getting the grant that was exciting was people that have done festivals in the past i think in in the area i think sometimes they kind of bite off more than they can chew in terms of venues and scope um but i think also just for a lot of the reasons we've discussed already it's not always financially successful and one of the ways i tried to sell this at uh, at the dinner was that you know if it is financially successful that's a big w- way we can continue to do this and and yeah. really draw attention yeah. to this scene but i think the you know really the thing is we it had to be bands that are that are based in this area yeah um I, yeah. that we that we that are that we thought were deserved to be heard outside
0: the area there's a, a i think we've talked about it. i know i've talked about it with ben i mean there's like the whole reason like I do the site and, like, Andre, people involved in the site do it simply to create. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. And there is uh, – from your end, putting money into it is is essential if you want to make your living at it. Like, I have luxury right now that I don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. And, and it frees you up to do stuff. So it sounds like there's a lot of simply just, like, love going into this purely for that. That I mean there is some like back end like yeah, we this would be nice if we if we made money, but not like if I do x, I can then make x amount of dollars and then I can do y.
2: Yeah, I mean we're definitely being uh, Brian has a very uh, I think he has a a, a very tight business mind. Yeah. Um I mean, uh I can be just such a I I
0: I, right? could, I have you, a lot of
2: ideas. Are you ever
0: there cringing at what I just said? No,
2: <laughs> <Like, laughs> no, no, no. No, I'm just I'm just like it's just very helpful in the band and with this venture to, um, you know, to work with Brian because we totally are great friends and was, Brian's like one of those guys like the first time we met, like you just oh, this is a guy I'm going to get along with, you yeah. know. Um, but so it's fun to like work together on stuff. But he's just good at. Keeping me on the ground a little bit.
0: <laughs> um, and you want to speak
1: to that, Brian? Well, I mean, well, not, I mean, maybe not specifically to that, but um, I think like one, you know, well, to the to, to, to in a similar way, like I think when 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 Ryan first like brought this idea, he I think he came to band practice one night and you were, you were like, hey, like I've got this idea, like I want right. to do this thing, and pro- probably the reaction was, oh, that's great. Uh, you know, I'm not sure if that's actually going to happen. That sounds right. like a lot of work, you know, like I'm not sure. Um, uh, Cause that that was a while ago um, that, that, that we first started talking about it. Um, so it's, it's kind of uh, it's both like delightful and maybe a little surprising mm-hmm. uh, that it's, that it's really taken shape in this way. And like, I'm, I'm so, yeah. I'm so pleased at like how it's come together. Um, but one thing I, I just wanted to like clarify is with respect to money, like we're not, we would, we would love to, for, for the, for the festival to be like Financially successful Absolutely. So that we can do it In the future Like we are not Like using this to At all like Line our pockets Right In any way say. Like That's what I was getting yeah. at Like, like you I can't, mean You
2: can't I mean the, the, you We've can't. been smart enough To plan it in a way I think that th- th- Having the good business sense Is more about not Taking a giant bath Yeah Than it is like Absolutely You know We just want to be able To pay the bands And have it be like A successful thing right. And yeah. be able to keep doing it yep. Um Yep so, but, um, I, you know, I, I agree with you. I mean, we've had this conversation, Brian, I've had this conversation a few times lately. I mean, I look at this poster and I'm just like, wow. And I'm kind of pinching myself. <laughs> like I came into band practice how- and was like, Hey, let's do a music festival. And now here it is. And it's like, look at that. look at that lineup. You know,
0: how does it, how does it compare? How does that feeling compared to like the feeling of like, say when you created like your first album, is it, is it same, different? Is it
2: um it's it's similar. I I mean I I think it's a really uh, good point like it's it's I think what's what's unique about this is that there are s- so many I mean making an album in this day and age is you know you don't have to have what you had to have no. before you know anybody can can make a record and uh, I mean I'm proud of the music we've made and that's it's definitely exciting to create uh something that wasn't there before um, I think what's really gratifying about this is how many of these acts and how many people were involved with this that also thought this was a good enough idea yeah. to get on board with it. And I should say there's sort of a whole board. There's um, Ben Tufts and Derek Ivory yep. and uh, Andy Ziff, in addition to Brian and me, and, and Adam Neubauer, who has done uh, all the artwork that you see associated with the... Uh, with the festival and he's the drummer in the beanstalk library and the cowards choir Uh, and and, and, and he's a brilliant graphic designer. Um, and then our web designer, Matt Humphrey. And, um, none of these people are going to be making money off of this. This, these are just people that all thought, cool. I want to be a part of that. And that's really gratifying. That's really gratifying. I mean, all artists, I feel, are are insecure to some degree. Sure, and you no, have these absolutely. ideas, and you are like, I don't know if this is a good idea, but it seems good to me. But who knows? Well,
0: that and you never and, know, you never ever know if anything you did was good, right? Ever, it doesn't matter. I, I, somebody can tell you to your face, like, this right. greatest <laughs> fucking thing ever in the world. You be, like, I'm not sure. but I am pretty sure this
2: <laughs> festival is going to be good because, I, yeah,
1: like,
2: <laughs> you know, it's just I, again, all I can judge things on is as an artist is. I can only make records that I would want to listen to, yeah, and write songs I would want to listen to, and I tried to put together a festival that I would be excited to go to. Um, I mean, every one of these bands, except for I guess two of them, could have just said no, yeah, and um, <laughs> and it would not be happening. Radiohead couldn't so. have said no. No, wait, no, Radiohead's <laughs> not playing. <laughs> Radiohead is not playing this uh, particular festival, but uh, only because they're not uh, from the DC area. Yeah, oh, yeah.
1: Okay. Oxfordshire is too yeah too far removed. They were we very can't... disappointed to hear. Well, that
2: Well, Magnificent
0: yeah. Intentions too. Uh...
2: Ma- magnificent Intentions, UK. <laughs> <laughs> um. But so yeah. I'm yeah. very excited. I'm very excited about about just getting to see all these bands play for three days
0: yeah very nice so and I and actually, your cat is <laughs> this, tearing up this, that this, microphone right. cable Gus <laughs> so much podcasting Gus <laughs> um it was half joking with the Radiohead thing um so in in, in something uh and this may be something you can speak to or not like although, if Like I, I have a tendency to like. So if if you do something like this, you you take. I mean, you should learn from everything. Mm-hmm. So now this is going to be a, a sort of a a new tool in you guys' toolbox. Mm-hmm. So what do you do with it? Do you just keep it doing this, like at IOTA? Keep it like doing that, or do you say, hey, now we have this framework. This, this, say it all works out beautifully, perfectly, and you're mm-hmm. like. Now I've I've learned all this stuff from that. Do you then take that and apply it to like festivals in different parts of DC, festivals in different parts of the country, like that? that and that's what I say in the South by Southwest mm-hmm. thing. Like, take it, take it somewhere. Do something like this. Like, uh, find like a bunch of Austin bands. Yeah, and do it with them down there.
2: Mm-hmm. Sure, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Uh, and I love traveling. I love getting to play in different places, and I mean, I think something like that would be a lot of fun. You know, I think it's just, uh, like you said, it's a tool. Um, it's it's yeah, it's sort of the it's sort of satisfying to be like, we have the skills to put something like this on, yeah. and we know, and maybe there'll be things we tweak or whatever, but we we know how to do that. Um, when I first started playing, I was Again, not really fit into any scene. Um, I think I always had this idea, like we'll start playing, and then someone will ask us to go on tour with them, and someone <laughs> will have us to play a show, and this person will ask us to do this, and that's not really what happens. That's not and, the reality. And, and it's not the reality, and there's there's not you know, it's not the movies. There's not not the guy mm-hmm. in the back of the club with the cigar that comes up after the show and wants to make you. A star i mean at least I don't think it how just, goes you you have just
0: baited me for saturday night <laughs> <laughs>
2: um yeah <laughs> you know you you um we i just started to learn that if i want to make stuff happen i had to make it happen myself yeah. and um that's why we started doing new Year's shows every year and just we wanted to do stuff we just made it happen we didn't wait i learned at some point i couldn't just wait around for someone else to make things happen right and um so um you know I, I we're we're inviting all these bands to play and um hopefully, you know, trying to use our skills to help other bands yeah. um in a way that I you know wish people had done for us and I'm I'm not trying to do a sob story, but I I'm just saying that I really enjoy you know, band, bands who make music that I love. I really enjoy trying to help them yeah. get that music to people in people's ears, um, and and introducing people to it. And so the the sort of the curating aspect of it, I think, is something I really enjoy. Nice. I've always enjoyed DJing when I get to do stuff like that. So
0: yeah, that's that's factually beautiful. That like it, you view like music like that, and more people should. Like it, you know. It is when you you get out there, you find everybody is doing the same thing mm-hmm. and doing it like you. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's talk about your band, for okay? A little bit. Beanstalk Library, the Beanstalk, the Library. Beanstalk. <laughs> <laughs> is it, it goddamn Duck <laughs> Choir? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Both definite bands.
2: article, definite articles. Ah. Where it's at? All right. So <laughs> the Beanstalk. Wait, let's look at this poster and see how many bands. Okay. Okay, Olivia and The Mates. <laughs> the Beanstalk Library. Derek Avery and his band of misanthropes, which is very clever. It's very, yeah. But it's very, it's sort of a definite... Uh, the Cowards Choir. The Jack Fields. The Fire Tonight. The NRIs. And then some of them are people's names, and that's fair enough. You know, but <laughs> yeah, uh, solo artists, so...
0: Obviously... Not really valid Without the In front of it But That's
2: that's neither here Nor there Uh, Please come see The Justin Jones The Paint Branch uh, October 17th I (laughs) would go see The Paint Branch Except it's not Yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) Well it's funny too Like uh, I mean we know Chad from Beauty Pill Pretty well And he He like always Had the opposite problem He said people would Call his band The Beauty Pill When they were First starting out And he specifically Was like No it's not The Beauty Pill (laughs) (laughs) And so early on When I was making music I mean he I was like Should I like Be worked up about people Calling it Beanstalk Library Is that like a diva thing to do To be like No it's the Beanstalk Library He's like No that's the name of your band Yeah it's yours Yeah It's yours So um, And Andy in the Cowards Choir Is very uh, He's the same way Yeah
0: It's the name of the band Yeah well as long as you promise Not to hit me I won't make the mistake No 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys uh, Put an album last year Yeah last year Last year Uh, What have you been doing since that? Besides, obviously, this.
2: Yeah, this has been a big thing this year. Um, We've been writing music, and... um, Brian can can hop in here, but... We've been writing a lot of new stuff, and um, have released... Like, we released one song, Whiskey Mountain, on our band camp. And uh, we have another song we're getting ready to release. Uh, In fact, I think this might be a good time to mention that what we're trying to do... uh, is to put out like a digital sampler for the festival
0: I was actually going to ask Yeah,
2: and uh, and like our track is going to be a new track That we just finished recording uh, With Eamon Aiken at Bastille Recording Studio oh, Which is the front room of uh, Inner Ear yeah, in yeah. Sherlington And uh, we, we work with Eamon on our on our album as well And he's become like just a great Almost like a band member in terms right. of us, our studio work um, So... Um, yeah so we did like we've we've just kind of been like writing and recording and not feeling any pressure to get a full length out like this year or anything right. we we have thought about the next um album and the themes and stuff and um but um we've just been kind of having a good time just writing and recording with no end goal in when, mind right at the moment.
0: When you guys write, is it, is it, a, uh, is it like a, a collaborative process? Is it, is it like you come up with some parts or words, and you, or you come up with, you know, like, how does it work for you guys?
2: Usually the writing is done by one person, and Bri- Brian uh, and our bassist David Gassman both mm-hmm. uh, contribute songs as well. Um, and I would say usually like, one person has pretty much got the, the, the shell of the song, uh, words chord changes um and then as a band we kind of work together on the arrangement and i think that the process of arranging has gotten very collaborative and it's super exciting because i've never really had that before until these guys the, second in the last person i've heard say that last the- year or two yeah um and so brian could talk about his experience because he he writes songs for the band too but um I just I think when you find the right people, it's a really exciting process to just trust each other with your song, and mm-hmm. it's all you know in the arrangement process.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think our our instincts naturally as songwriters are probably to like you, you've got a lot of things going on in your head, and you want to kind of lay lay all those ideas down on the yeah. table, um, and. You know, maybe that was the way the band operated. You know, even prior to me joining it uh, a little bit, um, but um, it, I, I I agree. I, I feel like it's grown kind of more collaborative over over time, and so I, I th- we're all kind of at the point now where we're all just more likely to kind of come in with this with the sketch of the song, nice. like tr- truly a demo mm-hmm. and, and, yeah. and like really feel comfortable with our bandmates decision-making about what parts are going to fit well. Yeah. Uh, and, and one of the things that I'm most excited, excited about, like our arrangements currently is that we're, um, we're kind of bringing in the demo, we're working together, we're kind of building up all these parts and then we're taking away and taking away until we're, we're yep. like stripping it down mm-hmm. to kind of the bare essentials of what, what's going to really make the song work. Um, Which is not the way I've operated in the past. No. If you listen to our, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> our albums, but that is the direction we've kind
0: of been going. It's, it's really. But, and and the thing about that is, you can trust you can, the songs. I mean, yeah, trust the songs. You can always put. You can always put it back in, mm-hmm. but it, it is another skill. Like arranging like that um, is is just a skill of knowing. Like you know, you can throw in everything but the kitchen sink, and somebody somewhere will be impressed. But it might not be what you really wanted to say. Um, and so if you can get to a point Where you can do that And for the record I think look, what you've done prior Is is very like tasteful It's not There's not Like that's what we were talking about Is like That makes so much sense in that song For all those things mm-hmm. going on mm-hmm. Like You there, there's nothing to take away from that.
1: Right, right. You're talking about fog over my mind? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, Joel Hicks is going to be so excited. We're like spending a lot of time on that song.
2: Yeah, because our our keyboardist loves that song, and we like <laughs> well, we hardly can't. ever play
0: it anymore. <laughs> it's, well, it's just... Uh, I, I, would say, I mean, I was listening to it on the way home, and then it hit that song, and I was like, oh, we're heading there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's another thing about working with Eamon is
2: that he... Like, we he gets what we're trying to do and he's a fan and but he's he reigns us in and we trust him to do that like i mean those first two especially the first record was a completely self-produced and that wasn't because i thought i was good at like producing records at the time it was just because it's one of those things like no one else wanted to do it yeah and um i wanted to make a record and so um Finding Eamon You know and, and and we credit him As like a co-producer On a lot of the stuff We've done recently And um, You know Finding him Has been huge I've always wanted To have somebody like that Like the outside ears That can kind of Offer like a fresh Perspective So I think his
1: Again his input To our recorded work Is Cannot be uh, Overstated We were Recording a tune uh, I don't know A month or so ago And my wife Erin Also plays in the band She plays Violin and mandolin and sings and whatnot and uh and i i started to get like this idea i was like oh what, what if we had like this pizzicato like part going on here with the, like we, we're in the studio we might as well like give it a shot like let's do this thing and and um and she went in there and she laid it down it sounded great of course but but eamon kind of talked me off the ledge afterwards and was like <laughs> you know like we probably don't probably don't need that probably don't need that and then Aaron was like, "Why'd you make me do this?" But um, but no shit. And he and he's well, now, he's now played you've on the record. Yeah. And now you <laughs> get points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: And like Eamon's played on our on a couple songs and stuff. Yeah. So I I really consider him a band member when we're in the studio
0: for sure. Nice. So working on songs. No anticipated date. Just gonna see where it goes. Um, we're gonna try where's... to get
2: an EP out. Like definitely pretty soon. I mean, we we've got some stuff in the can. Um, mm. But in terms of, I, I think the next uh, full length is going to be very conceptual, nice. um, and yes, I do kind of mean almost like a concept album. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, look, dude,
0: I I will. There are black lights in the closet. I will bring them out <laughs> if you want to come down. And talk. Like,
2: <laughs> like in the sense of like being there. Yeah, you know, not in the Perfect. sense of
0: like Tommy. It's not a
2: you know, yeah. but but um. So I think that I've started. I started to have. You know, I've got some ideas about that and written a lot of lyrics for it. So when we have new songs, I feel like it's easy to tell. It's been easy to tell, like, this is going to be for that or yeah. this is just like something else. Yeah. This is maybe not going to fit in thematically. And so we want to tr- sort of also be able to do stuff like that and get that out. So I think we're going to do like an I- I'm, I'm still like a big fan of like a concept, you know, um, of a of a of a whole thing whether it's like an EP or a record I know that's not also, the trend also anymore also something but... we've been talking
0: about all week I, yeah. this, is, this is my fifth podcast of tape this week wow so I've been talking busy, busy. to a lot of people and yeah. um, it is something and something Paul and I have been discussing a lot about what makes an album uh huh and I, and I think that's right, and I think that's, like, so super enjoyable. Uh, I think what you're talking about is, uh, for me, uh, like, he didn't like the Tweety album that just came out. Yeah, I
2: haven't. I, I am going to be listening to it start to finish you later should. tonight. You should. Uh, because, I got the vinyl, and I haven't listened to it yet. Because
0: I loved it, and everybody yeah. should listen to my recommendations.
2: <laughs> well, I, I saw him at Lincoln Theater, and, like, I just loved all the new songs mm. so much. But so. I
0: didn't expect to even listen to it. Yeah, I, it was one of those things. I'm like, oh fuck you, Vanity Project. Like, I'm not listening. Like, oh, your kid's playing on it. Like, and, and, <laughs> and I don't even care about that. Adam was down here when we reviewed Adam Dawson, uh-huh. and like that was his. And it, right, I mean, right. That's part of the story, talking about how you know, well, his kid is on it. You know, we have to talk about nepotism now, and that that sucks. But at the end of the day, like, I think it's a great album. But and, I think it's a great album that works because it, it is a very loose collection of songs. But uh-huh, if you can put, uh-huh. you know, I think uh, War on Drugs this year is a thing where it's, it's a very, uh, conceptually, it makes sense. Start to finish. Yeah. And the, those are important because, like you said, people don't consume like that. They don't, like, they don't have time. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and, they, and it's they, a double, it's a
2: double album. And, yeah. But, I mean, I've, I've heard most of the songs live and I know a lot of the songs. So I've consumed a lot of it, interestingly yeah. enough, kind of, out of order, and not as an album. Um, and I just think the songs are...
0: You, you cite being there, so you're going to fucking love it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I'll just tell you that right now. I mean, now. this
2: is an album I wish, like, Wilco has been making the last that's few. A, that's actually, audience. yeah. yeah that's- <laughs> and his son's a great drummer. He's good. <laughs> he, <laughs> he's great. I mean, did you see the show? No, I did not. He's He's... He's really good, man. I think he's a really good drummer.
0: No, he is a he is a really good drummer. Yeah.
2: But... It's not like he's his son and he sucks. No, 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 you know? no, no. no, no. <laughs> that that would be
0: so <laughs> <laughs> that would be horrible. Uh as usually we get off on tangents. Yes. Yeah, but right. uh but yeah, seriously, if you're that yeah, you you'll you'll fucking love it. Um so so you're doing that at Beanstalk Library. Uh And it's more fun to record that
2: way uh, yeah. to, to get back on that like I mean, cuz we we Both albums, both full-length albums we've made, we had, for various reasons, had sort of deadlines, and we kind of really had a stressful time Mm -hmm. towards the end, just with time crunch and stuff, and it's, man, it's so fun to just record, and it's like, if this doesn't come out that great, we'll just try something else, like, because we don't have any deadline or due date right now, and it's, and the stuff
0: comes out. Great. It's almost like the stuff comes out better. Well, to that point, um, do you guys, in creating this and, you, and, and a record, is is exactly that? It's a it's a record of a thing. It's it's. Um, mm-hmm. I'm talking with uh, Lewis Weeks, and you saying how splits um, a clear wall between record and performance. They're oh, two yeah. very different things. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So in Beanstalk Library as an organization, mm-hmm. as a as a thing that you want to you want to you know do to make a living. Arguably, maybe you don't. I mean, but yeah, <laughs> Lots of shaking heads. So uh,
2: not shaking, nodding, <laughs> Um People
0: you know, who are watching on the uh, webcam, can, yeah, yeah. can see that part. Not yet. That's coming next year, though. Um, oh, cool. You know, do you feel that pressure? That like. You're writing these songs and then somewhere is sneaking up in the back of your head like, well, if this isn't good. I'm not going to be able to do this anymore. Or do you just like, I'm just going to throw it out there? And if it's not – like not worry about what people are going to think about
2: it. Yeah. I mean when we're in the studio, there's – including Eamon, there's seven of us. Jesus. And yeah. – um So I just figured, like, if all seven of us agree on it, like, it's probably good. Right. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. And I think if – it's not like there's just a bunch of, like, yes people. or I mean, we agree on stuff. We disagree on stuff. Yeah, people in this
1: band have opinions. Yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, yeah, you can have
0: opinions. But, yeah, it's a little different because some bands do get into it, and they're literally like, like, I'm going to do this for two years, and if I don't make a million dollars, fuck it. Oh no, this Whoa. is this is what yeah. I'm doing with my life. Yeah.
2: I don't know what else to do, you know. <laughs> like people for festivals. It's funny. I've heard yeah, I'll be a festival <laughs> impresario. You know, um sometimes people say, you know, you guys have been a band for a long time and you know, just the your um it's they're really impressed by like our steadfastness or something and it's like I'm not going to be a doctor. Or something at this point, or like a baseball player. Not even Not even, as much not fun even as Dr. Be, Funkenstein? Maybe that. Okay. Not even Jason Worth.
0: <laughs>
2: Possible. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I write songs and yeah. sing them to people. That's all I want to do. I mean, that's basically what I want to do with my life and be a festival impresario. And be a festival
0: impresario. <laughs> um,. But already... you can
2: ask Brian the same thing. I don't know.
0: Yeah, Brian. I mean, you. I mean, I... what was the question? <laughs> yeah, the 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 pressure, like you feel about like like putting this, making this stuff, and then releasing it into the wild. And the expectations you have on it. I mean, I can I can. That was actually the answer I sure. expected because yeah. of how you're doing the festival. But
1: yeah, the, I mean, the the I think the pressure is more. You know the the. the it, the the pressure is less like outward facing, if that makes sense. Like, and then the pressure is more like oh. to make something that we're like really satisfied with yeah, that we yeah. feel proud of. And we wouldn't release something that we, that we don't feel, feel proud of. Right. Um, and that we're, like Ryan was saying before, that like we would actually like to listen to. Yeah. And I'm not like embarrassed to say that I, I like to listen to our band play. Right. And I, I like to listen to my friends' bands play. You know, I, I've, been, I've been listening to that new Cowards Choir song, Is This a Wrecking Ball, every day since it was released <laughs> on the video this week because yeah. it's an amazing song and the production's great. great. The, the, and the EP is great. But you guys cool, thank you, dude.
2: Thank you. And everyone Mm -hmm. will have heard it by the time this airs.
1: Yeah, they will. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, I mean, so I I think it's, it's, it's more about that. And like, yeah, obviously we want to make stuff that's going to resonate with, with our, our friends, fans, and like a wider, a wider audience. Um, we wouldn't be doing it like just to purely make music for ourselves. Uh, but I think, you know, we, we trust our instincts and we, um, you know, we again we think we think that if there are people like us that that, that like this stuff, then um, then then we're doing something right. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. Like
0: seriously, this is why I do the podcast to talk to like you guys, musicians, about cool. stuff like that because that's uh, not just like so I can talk about it, but so like other <laughs> people can, so other people can hear it because <laughs> I think yeah. I think it's such an important like thing to hear if you're getting into this at all. Mm-hmm. No matter what you're doing. If you're doing, like, making music, if you're doing graphic design, if you're doing podcasts, if you're, like, you know, mm-hmm. you got to be happy with what you're doing. Let mm-hmm. don't do it. Yeah. Um, True. Is there anything else you guys want to uh, talk about or plug? We're about – we're actually busted an hour.
2: Okay, cool. Um, just uh, www.magnificentintentions.com is the place to go to find out all the details about the festival um, to get advanced tickets. Like I said, there's, there's all weekend passes as well as individual day passes. And, um, the all weekend pass is the best deal and the individual day passes are, are still cheaper than what you will pay at the door. So, uh, if you're thinking about being there for, you know, any of these days or for the whole, uh, weekend, go ahead and, and go to that that website and, and get your tickets ahead of time because there's a limited amount, Mm -hmm. um, of the, of the discounted ones. And, um,
0: and the dates are Friday, the dates October?
2: are this October 17th through the 19th Friday Saturday Saturday and Sunday uh 17th and 18th and 19th of October at Iota in
0: Clarendon and i would recommend even though like one starts at 4 one starts at 7 probably get there early cuz i have a feeling you're going mean, I mean, to have I, I mean a lot of these acts just i mean
2: i hate to sound i mean a lot of these acts fill that club they can fill it them by themselves so uh yeah it's definitely gonna be full um so you want to get there early and and be prepared if you're excited to come see all these bands get your tickets ahead of time and you know we'll be there the whole time and I, i'm not gonna miss any of these bands awesome. <laughs> well, thanks and probably that. a lot of like i should say too like collaboration and Cross pollination, super
0: jam, perhaps. Yeah,
2: I mean, we'll see what we can <laughs> can pull together, but it's, it's going to be a lot of special stuff happening for sure. Yeah,
0: because there's a lot of people. There's some, a lot of people in this scene in that aren't actually playing that are guaranteed to be there. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we couldn't, yeah, fit everybody, but
2: so. we'll, we'll do do it again next year. So, That's right <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks guys for stopping by. Hey, out. thanks for having us. Then, uh,
0: yeah, we'll have all the links up on the site and all that. Cool, appreciate cool. it a lot. Thanks, thanks a lot. A lot guys. Yeah. All right, there's our conversation with uh, Ryan and Brian, uh, Beanstalk librarians, if you will. The Beanstalk librarians, sorry, Ryan. Um, And uh, proprietors of this upcoming Magnificent Intentions Music Festival. Um, If you can listen to that conversation and still uh, have any doubts that uh, there's a vibrant music scene that rivals pretty much any cities uh, going on in Washington, D.C. right now, uh, I'm not sure what you're listening to um, all these guys uh, on every side of the river you know, or whatever side of the river you're on uh, are all fantastic musicians and all contributing uh, to making this place just for a music fan much more enjoyable and uh, for musicians performing uh, building a, a support base and uh, just so everybody can create and do a really good thing I think this festival is is actually going a long ways to sort of Further that cause and to promote that. So uh, I'm going to be out there, I know, at least one day, probably Saturday. You should go out there every single day, but if not, there's single day tickets on sale. So if you just like one lineup, one day's lineup, go to that. But uh, end, end result of your decision making should be I'm going to Magnificent Intentions Music Festival. Um, as our podcast for this week, we're going to have a bonus podcast uh, later on this week. Uh, Tori Kerr, the new. Uh, Music editor for DCS DCS Stopped by with her friend Quinn Uh, You all know uh, We wanted to talk about the new Weezer album So that's what we did Uh, That was a pretty good talk uh, Coming up in the next few weeks Talk to Coward's Choir this week Um, That's going to be coming up Lewis Weeks still in the pipe Uh, So lots of good stuff So as always thank you for listening And we will talk to you soon